financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Well, hello and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. But today, our co-host will not be joining us. Uh, Tony Shore is unavailable this week, uh, and so we're going to be doing a little, a little something different today, and I think you guys will enjoy it, uh, especially you guys that listen to our show uh, religiously. Uh, today, we're going to be uh, answering mail, uh, and actually, it would be email is what we're going to be answering, and so we've taken our most popular uh, questions that folks ask us. And we're going to answer them today. So I think it'll be a really good show, and uh, I think it will uh, hopefully answer some of the questions you have um, with the understanding that uh, just getting a question answered is not a solution. And, and let me tell you what I mean by that. Let's say you go to the doctor and, you know, you ask the doctor, you know, doctor, should I um, watch my cholesterol or, or should I, you know, get my blood pressure checked or whatever? The doctor's probably going to say, yes, that's a good plan. But having a plan and doing a plan is two different things. So we're going to be answering the questions, but then the question is how do you pull the trigger and pull all of this together? Because we're only going to be answering the top five or six questions today, depending on our timing. And yet there are going to be so many more questions that will come up as you begin preparing for retirement. And so that's why we always encourage folks to get help. Uh, you know, you can get help from a lot of sources. We think we're the best uh, because we are holistic. We uh, handle your whole financial world, uh, advise in every area financially. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, a lot of times people think, well, I'm going to go hire an, an investment person or, or uh, you know, somebody that help me with my money. Well, that's about, you know, one tenth of, of what. Uh, you need to be thinking about when it comes to retirement. So we're going to go ahead and kick this off um, and um, see if we can get some questions answered. So the first and probably the most popular question we get is the question of um, what is the biggest problem when folks get started on retirement planning or, or, or want to start preparing for retirement? And I tell them the number one problem is most people do not have a retirement plan. And, and what I mean by retirement plan is not an IRA or 401k, that's a retirement account. A retirement plan, as many of you uh, know from listening to our show in the past, is like a retirement roadmap. Um, my family and I are, are preparing to go to Ireland here this summer. 
And uh, one of the things that my wife has worked diligently at and, and put in many, many hours is planning the trip. And so we're going to be there about 10 days and, and we're going to be in three different parts of Ireland. So she's picked those parts and where we're going to stay and how we're going to stay and what's it going to cost. And she's booked them. And then she's built our days around that area. And, and there's so many choices. And so she narrows down the choices. And, and well, this one won't work that morning because they're closed in the morning. And uh, this place is best if you if you go in the early afternoon. And then we, you know, but it's too far to drive to the next place and and I tell you it is uh, I can't believe how much work she's put into it and I can't believe how much work it is I've never really thought about it before uh, and, and I guess it's the same way with putting together your retirement roadmap is is there's so many pieces you know you just kind of think well I'm gonna one day I'm gonna turn on Social Security I'm gonna uh, take my 401k and I'm gonna live happily ever after and and you know maybe you will uh, but probably you won't uh, because you know uh, hope is not a plan uh, hope is not a strategy so Let's uh, uh, to answer that question and not and not drag it on too long. You need a plan first. It's no different than if you again. I love to use the doctor um, illustrations. If you um, you know are in your fifties or sixties and you really want to start taking care of your health, which is when a lot of us start thinking about that is you go to the doctor you get a plan you know he he, he first of all checks everything okay this is good this is bad this is so so and now we know what we need to work on and you know you need to lose weight and get on this medication and and eat this and don't eat that and 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 that type of thing and and so you put it start putting together a plan and different pieces we call it a plan of care in the medical community Um, and, and then you you start working it and then you go back to the doctor every so often and get checked what's our progress where are we at how are we doing and then once it's really going, then you still go back to the doctor once a year or two and, and get that checkup and or things working as things changed and things of that nature. So that's a retirement roadmap is it was we first create a plan of care or, or a plan of retirement, uh, putting together all the pieces. And that takes really anywhere from four to eight meetings, depending on the complexity of your situation. And we do it together and we sit there and look at the weaknesses. We look at where it could fail. We stress test it uh, and things of that nature. And then we start creating a plan. We start dividing money up based in, you know, on how it's going to be used, when you're going to need it. We start looking at when to turn on Social Security, what's the maximum time to do that. We look at should we pay off a mortgage or keep it. We look, uh, look at uh, Medicare supplements and what's the best one for your situation. I mean, I could go on and on uh, of, of the things we look at, but we build that plan. And then we meet once or twice a year and see how we're doing. And, and is it working? Do we need to adjust it? Has something changed? Has a law changed? Uh, something in your life, has it changed? Uh, that we need to tweak or change something in your plan? And, and you know, it just makes sense. And, and I tell you what, the biggest advantage it gives our clients, it gives them peace of mind. Uh, they don't have to worry about that part of their life. They are getting checkups and they are well on their way. So that's the number one thing you need if you're preparing for retirement is you need a plan. And unfortunately, many advisors and brokers and agents out there don't really do a plan. They might run you some reports. They might run you an illustration. They might run you a little retirement income analyzer or whatever. And that's not a plan. Those are tests. That's, that's again, that's like getting a CAT scan. Okay, you got a CAT scan, you got a problem. What's the, so how do we solve it? What's the plan? And and many times the, the old style brokers will, you know, they'll run this uh, they call it a um, um, scatter graph or a Monte Carlo simulation or whatever. And it's it comes up and says, OK, you have a 72 percent chance of not running out of money. Well, that means you have a 28 percent chance of running out of money. And so I'd, I'd prefer to have a 100 percent chance of not running out of money. So, again, not a plan. It's more of a, an assessment. So um, if, if you have questions about what a plan is, call us, uh, email us and, and let us know. And, and let's get together and let me talk more about that and how it might fit your situation.
Okay, so the next question we get a lot of is, and, and I tell you what, you see it all over the web, uh, and it's what is the best age for Social Security? When should you turn that on? And I can tell you, first of all, the easy answer is there is no one best age. Now, you may read an article that says wait till 70. You may read an article that says turn it on at 62. And, and, and everything in between, there's actually, I think, 94 different times you can turn on Social Security. And you multiply that times two, now you've got a couple, and it's 180 something times you can turn on Social Security because you can turn it on any month between 62 and 70 and it will be a different amount. Uh, so it's not something we can sit down and just flip a coin or it's not something we can sit down and, and get a calculator and run a couple of calculations. We have very powerful software that we feed all of the information into to determine how to maximize that. And, and you know, this might sound funny, but it's not uh, hardly ever that both people wait till age 70. Usually it's if it's a couple, one one part of the couple turns it on earlier and one part turns it on later. And then there's some type of a, a coordination between the two. Uh, and there's still actually a few strategies left that can work that can actually boost that. So, um, you know, you may think uh, you've got your, your uh you know, you'll break even figured out, hey, if I, if I live to age 79, then, then I win if I wait. Well, that's, that, that's a very simplistic way of looking at it. And you really need a much better picture of that. And that's something that we offer uh, first-time visitors to our office is uh, the ability to get a Social Security maximization report. And so that, be sure to ask for that if you, if you come in uh, to see us. And there is no uh, initial charge for that for the uh, folks that call in this week. And we'll go over what uh, this week's special is here in just a few minutes. So the third question today is, uh, should I roll over my 401k from work? Uh, so let's talk about this just a minute. First of all, uh, if you do or don't know, there's two ways you can roll over your 401k from work. Number one, if you're over 59 and a half, even if you are still working for that employer, about nine out of 10 employees will allow you to roll your 401k over to your IRA and continue participating in your 401k. So that's one way. And the second way is if you leave your employment, whether you quit, you resign, you get fired, retire, whatever. When you leave an employer at whatever age, you can roll your 401k over to your own IRA. So let's talk briefly about why you would want to do that. Uh, so I'm just going to touch on the top two or three reasons. The first reason is, according to a government study, 401ks are one of the more expensive places to keep money. Now, the problem is, is the fees are hidden pretty well. And so now 401k companies are required to send you a package every year that outlines the fees. I've not yet had anybody come into my office that's been able to find the fees in these disclosures. Um, I can, if you want to bring yours in, I'll help you find it. But um, very difficult to find out what this is really costing you because on your statements, you only see a couple of little charges, maybe a service charge, maybe a, uh, you know, a record keeping charge or whatever. Um, but you don't see the major charges. So number one, again, according to a government study, there are some of the more expensive investments. Another reason you might want to roll over your 401k is because of your choices. Uh, 401ks have limited choices of where you can invest your money. Uh, you may only have three or four funds. You may have uh, 10 or 12 funds. You could have 50 funds. But guess what? I have over 15,000 places to put money. So you have a much bigger um, selection of, of where, uh, where to put your money and you want to make sure you find the best places to put it and chances are those 12 or 20 that's in your 401k are not the best there could be one or two that are really really good but uh, you know again not a big choice um, third reason is is you are most very likely not getting active management in your 401k now there are some folks that pay an extra fee to get management uh, 
But when I talk about active management, I'm talking about an account that is virtually watched moment by moment, filters being run, and then adjustments being made uh, every day if need be to avoid dips and to take advantage of upsides of the market. So if you'd like to get a much higher level of management, you might want to roll that 401k over to your own IRA. And then the fourth reason uh, is the 401k is very limited when it comes to estate planning. So let me explain that briefly. Uh, 401k, uh, when you put your beneficiary down, most folks will put their spouse. If they're not married, they'll put maybe their mom or dad or sister or brother. And that's really not a big complication. But the contingent beneficiary, which is the backup, is very limited. And so let's say you're leaving it to the spouse. Well, it goes to the spouse pretty easily. But if you leave it to the kids, as an example, then they are going to be required to liquidate that 401k within five years. And so what you're looking at is probably a significant tax issue for them because when they start taking money in that 401k over a five-year period uh, if it's five hundred thousand dollars that's a hundred thousand dollars a year that puts them in a pretty high tax bracket on top of what where they already may be so that's another reason uh, you know that you don't want to leave money in a 401k and kind of the last reason is is you know i've got folks that have a 401k from a company they had 25 years ago and they've lost track of it maybe they've switched you know the 401k's probably been switched three times. Uh, it's hard to find out, you know, where it's being managed now. You've, you've not getting statements anymore. It's almost like it gets lost. And I've had some folks actually have trouble even finding them. Uh, and there is a little known, um, you know, law in the, in the ERISA law that says the company can actually take back what they put into your 401k over the years if they were to get in dire straits. And we saw that uh, almost happen or actually happened with a few companies back in 2008. They started dipping into their employees 401k. So uh, don't leave your 401k at your employer. That's that's kind of the final answer or, or the, the summary of that. Okay. Uh, so we're going to take another quick break here uh, and uh, come back and answer the last couple of questions we have. And I think they're probably some of the best questions. And so if you'll stick around, we'll be sure to cover those. Uh, quick little uh, bit of um, housekeeping here. Uh, you are listening to Financially Tuned with Mark Fricks, and we can be found at masterplanretire.com or 770-980-9262. And I would ask you to avoid the biggest problem with folks when they're looking at planning for retirement. That's procrastination. Very easy to put it off. And the problem is, is when people finally come to see us, either it's too late or they've certainly wasted a lot of time, or it's because of a life event. Something's happened that has forced them to come see us. So don't let that be your story. Your story, be be proactive. And let's go ahead and start working on your plan so you're prepared for whatever may come along. So uh, we'll be talking about our special offer uh, during the next break. Uh, but just, um, again, if you want to contact us, 770-980-9262 or masterplanretire.com. So we'll be right back. I hope you hang around. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Master Plan Retirement Consultants, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at masterplanyourretirement.com or call us today at 770-980-9262. Welcome back to the final segment of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Uh, and um, again, today, Tony Shore is not able to be with us, uh, but we are uh, 
Uh, as much as we miss him, we're we're struggling along without him. So uh, Tony should be back next week, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, so um, I don't want to picture Tony with a bushy tail, but that's um, that's uh, a discussion for another day there. So um, I hope you're doing well, Tony, if you're listening. And um, so let's get started. We've been talking about, uh, actually, we've been visiting our mailbag or our email bag and, and answering the top questions we get. So far, we've talked about uh, the biggest problem in retirement planning, which is not having a plan. Number two is the best age for Social Security, and we discovered there was no best age, but some of the things we needed to do to discover the best age for you. Number three is, should I roll over my 401k uh, from uh, my employer? And then number four, we talked about will my money last a lifetime? Uh, so number five I want to talk about is, uh, uh, you know, there are still some pensions left out there. And the pensions typically either you're a government worker of some sort or maybe it was a former job that you worked back in the 70s, 80s and maybe 90s that still had a pension and maybe they closed it down somewhere along the way. But, you know, we still have folks that have one, two, three, four thousand dollars in a pension. So the question we get is, should they take that pension as is or should they roll it over to their own IRA? Most companies will let you roll that over to an IRA. Uh, for you to you know spend how you would like and this is not a question that's easily answered I'm going to say though that's one of the things we can run numbers on and what we find many times is you will do better if you roll it to your own account um, if you take their pension basically what you're doing is is you're giving them your three hundred thousand dollars and in exchange they give you a monthly payment uh, and that's all. Uh, all you're guaranteed is the next payment. So if you uh, live a year and then die, uh, that three or four hundred thousand dollars goes away. Um, yeah, and so that's you know. Now, if you live to be age ninety or ninety-five, then you actually were able to take out more than they gave you, so you win. But most of our clients prefer that money to belong to them, so they'll roll that money over to their own IRA, and we'll create a pension plan that they personally own, where the money still belongs to them. We call it a personal pension plan, and we create that to again, it will last a lifetime, but the money belongs to you. And if you die, it belongs to your wife or your husband. If they pass away, it belongs to your kids, so it never goes away until it's spent. Uh, so that the answer again, should I take my pension as a lump sum and roll it over? Uh, in many cases, yes, but don't do it until you get some numbers run and, and speak with a professional that really knows how these work and to make sure they're a fiduciary so that you know you're getting the best advice that's not in their interest, but in your best interest. Okay. Uh, so the next question I want to talk about is, um, should I have a mortgage in retirement? And I tell you, this is a, a great question. And, and, uh, first of all, the, what I ask folks is I ask them emotionally, how would you feel about having a mortgage in, in retirement? And some people, you know, they don't care. They just want to do what's best. Other people have been taught and it's been drilled into them. Uh, don't have a mortgage in retirement. And where this comes from, it comes from our parents and grandparents who lived through the great depression and who lost homes and who, you know, they, they just, uh, they learned the hard way that if, if the house wasn't paid for, then, yeah, you know, they were in danger of losing it. Well, let me tell you, first of all, if the house is paid for, you still could lose it. Uh, I've seen people lose houses because they couldn't afford the taxes on them, the, the annual property taxes and the insurance. And, you know, that that could be three, four, five thousand dollars. In some places, it could be ten or twelve thousand dollars a year. And so it's not a, a cheap little bill that you have to pay. And if you're unemployed, and you need to come up with eight thousand um, dollars. You know, you could lose your home, and I've seen I've seen it happen uh, more than one time. So uh, that's the first problem: is you could still lose your house. But really, what we do is we run the numbers. And so, but I want you to think about it this way: so let's say you have a hundred thousand dollar house and it's paid for. 
Well, what you've done is you've taken a lot of hard-earned money over the years. Maybe you prepaid, overpaid, paid quicker, paid twice a month, so you could pay it off instead of 30 years, paid off in 12, and and that's good. And now you don't have a house payment, but you also don't have that hundred and something thousand dollars. It's locked up into your house, and so you can't utilize it. You can't use that money. You've got one of your bigger investments, your home, that can't be used. Okay, and in today's world, there's no guarantee your house is going to grow in value. And, uh, you know, so if you needed some money out of your home, how would you get it? Well, you borrow it. Well, that's a mortgage. <laughs> and so I, I kind of prefer to, to spread that mortgage out, spread it out as much as you can, 30 years. Don't pay a lot of extra, or maybe you could pay a little extra, get it paid off a little bit early. But we also want to be putting money into other accounts to make sure that, um, uh, that we have a lot of other money. And don't be in a hurry to necessarily pay it off. By the way, uh, virtually the only... Uh, tax um, advantage or tax deduction you have in retirement is typically your mortgage. And so you you pay your house off, you no longer have that write off, and you're down to just charitable giving pretty much. So that's another reason. But again, we have software we can run. We can take a look at uh, one versus the other one, weigh the weigh the differences, and make a decision based on your circumstances, not a magazine article. Uh, okay, so it's got to be what's best for you, not the masses. Uh, so that's another great question we get a lot. And so uh, hopefully we've been helpful today. We've been able to answer a lot of great questions. Um, will my money last a lifetime? What's the biggest problem in retirement planning? Best age for Social Security? Should I take my pension as a lump sum? Should I roll over my 401k? Should I keep a mortgage in retirement? These are the most common questions we get, and I think we gave a pretty good basic answer today. But if you want a specific answer for your situation on any of these or more, that's what we do. And we do it from a fiduciary standpoint, meaning we it's what's best for you. We do it from a consulting standpoint. We do it together with you as a team. We explain to you the different and whys and why nots and we do it holistically which means we look at every piece of your financial puzzle you know I can't think of any reason why somebody would not want to use us uh, because I think we are the best and a lot of folks do think we're the best as well and that's why we are actually growing pretty quickly but controlled Um, I only take on two to three clients a month uh, because I want to make sure they get the attention and then my current clients get the attention they need and we also have a cap for me there is a certain number of clients I will take on and I I will stop taking on new clients. So if you want to work with me, um, then um, I would say the next year or two would be your opportunity. Uh, so how do, how, do you, how do you make that work? Well, you, you schedule an initial consultation. You bring no money. You bring no checkbook. You bring no, you know, no writing instrument, unless you want to take notes, of course. Uh, basically, you bring your questions and your information. And we sit down and we go over it and uh, we kind of do some discovery. Uh, and so, and that's where we also can uh, start working on your complimentary reports. Uh, there's several of them we can supply for you, social security maximization, income analysis, estate planning analysis, um, long-term care analysis, um, premature death analysis. Uh, we can even analyze your current holdings with Morningstar to see if uh, you're taking too much risk or paying too much money. So lots of great reports, but the biggest report is what we call our discovery, discovery report, and it tells you where your weaknesses are. And so if you'd like to schedule that appointment, 770-980-9262, or visit us on the web at masterplanretire.com. If you have trouble remembering all this, if you're driving around, just Google Master Plan Retirement. 
uh, Marietta or Master Plan Retirement Atlanta or Master Plan Retirement Georgia. We will pop up. Like I said, we have a five or six offices now around Atlanta uh, as far away as Augusta and as close in as, um, you know, downtown Decatur and, and near Cumberland Mall uh, and then all around the perimeter. So we have lots of choices uh, to where we can meet and make it convenient for you. One more time, 770-980-9262, masterplanretired.com. I've had a great time today. We've missed Tony, but I think we've done well on our own. Uh, I have struggled through, so um, we'll do one of these shows again, maybe in six months to a year, and try to answer some more questions. But in the meantime, come see us. Let us answer your personal questions, and let's get you started on your road to retirement. Mark Fricks, Financially Tuned. I hope everybody has a great week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Master Plan Retirement Consultants makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Master Plan Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Fricks & Associates, Inc. Master Plan Wealth Advisors and Fricks & Associates, Inc. are affiliated companies. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 